What's up, everybody? You're on Money Moves. I'm Michael Munsterman. Today's episode, click, click, boom. So this week was interesting. I had somebody that came up to my office, um, a female inside of the automotive industry, and she said, hey, um, do you on purpose like this M4 Nation thing that this brand that you're putting out there with your podcast, with everything, did you make that look like the word man on purpose? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And so uh, if you can see here inside of our you like the YouTube channel, I'm wearing the M4N hat. We got the M4N logo up behind me here. But um, the M4N stands for um, M4 Nation, four M's, Money Moves with Michael Munsterman. And, and so um, originally we were going to do a logo that was like M with a little four, and I hired a firm, and, and they came up, and, and this is the logo they came back with. But the, the answer is no. Like, right, like M4 Nation's not branded specifically for men. It's a conversation around business, entrepreneurship, life, just a little bit of everything and genuinely set for everybody. I'm not trying to just cater to one specific class of people. I'm not just looking at businessmen, although probably in most cases outside of some real alpha females, like you're, it's going to resonate more with you because it's me talking about this subject matter. So, um, anyway, so on purpose though, I wore some of the new hats we got, some swag coming, some other swag pieces coming in, like little touches on the backside of it says savvy. And so um, we'll get some of that stuff posted up on the website, but it, it was just really weird. And, and so I wanted to explain, like I almost defiantly wore the hat just as a, a haha M4N, in. man. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, so we've had an interesting experience here over the last little while. Um, a good buddy of mine has bought a couple vehicles from me and like we've really formed this like really good bond and and um he came at me and he's like hey uh you're gonna be finishing your basement i'm in construction I'd, like let me come take a look at it so he came over and he checked it out and he's like oh yeah i can totally help you with this and it won't be very expensive and and like it'll be we'll be good to go well through no fault of his own like some things happen whatever and and not my place to tell that story but um it just wasn't getting done and normally, like, I'm a point of finger, take responsibility, blah, 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 and, like, run at somebody pretty hard, um, get it done. And But, again, he's a friend, and, and like, 100% in this conversation, I, I like, I, I don't think this is something that could have been avoided. And so um, we just agreed that, hey, I'm going to go on ahead and finish it up. And so that's what I've been working on lately. Now, normally what I would do is I would just pay a contractor to come in and finish it all up and get done with it. But um, we've been kicking around the idea that we're not going to stay in the house we're in forever. So uh, what can we do to keep the cost down? So I, I told my wife, I'm like, well, sheetrock's done. Uh, all, we, all we really need to do is paint, lay floor, and trim it out. And, and then for the most part, we're finished. Move in, get settled back in to our regular routines, and it's over. And so we got some, we got some quotes on some of the stuff though. So the painting was going to cost like $7,000, 7,500 plus material. And then, um, the flooring was going to be over 10 K. And so we just decided 
like what would like and we've done this a lot right like we built our first our last two homes and then this and then we bought this one but um in the first one that we built because my father-in-law owned a lumberyard and because I had a lot of time this was in the early 2000s before I kind of went to work for myself I had a lot of downtime like 40 hours a week working a job is not a lot of time so you have the ability to use that other time for whatever you want and it's really like you've got enough time to carry two full-time jobs in a work week if you choose to. Well, what I did is choose to pour that other 40 hours into, into building our first home. And my father-in-law, and we hired a framing crew, and, my father, and we hired sheetrockers, and we hired electricians, and we were kind of the generals. But I was in there every step of the way, kind of all up in their business, you know, asking questions. Well, why are you doing that? What's going on here? And, and then after they would leave, my father-in-law and I would, we would walk through and we would do a lot of the little, the little things that were tedious and time consuming, but necessary in order to uh, finish the house project. And so every step from framing it in to the electrical, to the plumbing, like I, I did it all. And I learned most of it for just the, at least at the very least, the basic concepts of how to do it and do it correctly. And so we've got a lot of tools left over from some of those projects we've done in the past. And, and then we've got a lot of tools and, and different things that we have access to from um, our real estate company. And so I've got this really nice Graco sprayer, which is an expensive sprayer. And I told my wife, I'm like, look, I'll go in, we'll prime it, we'll, I'll spray it all. And then you can go back and paint the walls and, and we'll just save a ton of money. That's $7,500 and it'll take us two evenings. And so it did, it took us one, one evening to kind of get everything set up and we sprayed one big section. And then the second night we came back and we sprayed everything else. And as I sprayed, she back rolled it and we just did that together just to bang it out and it was done. She spent the next couple of days going around and painting all the walls. And, and then we got, we started to get quotes on flooring. And so flooring was anywhere from like six to 12 grand, depending on material and depending on how I wanted it put down and, and different conversations with different people. And so I thought, you know, I think that what I want to do is just figure this whole flooring thing out myself. And so I became a YouTube wizard. I started watching all these different types of floorings and trying to get a feel for what was going to make the least amount of mess, what was going to be the most durable, what was going to be good. So we have a pool table in our basement. So we had to figure out how I could lift a full-size nine-foot pool table, put flooring underneath it, and then set it back down. And we're navigating those waters and and so trying to figure out like flooring type and my skill set and all these different variables coming together to make the flooring go smooth. And, and essentially we ended on, instead of paying someone to do it, let's just do it ourselves. And I picked out a, like this floating floor. And it was Saturday night. In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I'll start on this on Saturday night. It'll take Saturday night. I'll work six or eight hours and then I'll finish it all day Sunday. It'll be done Sunday and it'll be off my, off my plate. Only here's the problem. I, I sent her to buy the flooring and she did a great job. She's got a little Audi SUV and, and so she back and forth, went back and forth to Lowe's and made a bunch of trips and her and the guys at Lowe's had loaded up and then she would unload it in my garage and then I packed most of it down. She helped me carry some of it downstairs. But these are, these are like non-consequential details that I'm just sharing for the work that went into it. Anyway, we got 75% of the flooring down into the basement. 
it's exactly what we want. It's the exact color we want. Everything is coming together. We unload some boxes. I look at it. It's so simple, right? Like the, the it's tongue and groove of sorts, but there's like this slide and click lock mechanism on it. And so I do what anybody would do in this situation. I watch one video and think I can do that. So I load up my saws, I get everything ready. I go down in the basement, I open up a few boxes and I start clicking it together. But it's not clicking together very easy. And so I'm like, I'm hammering it and, and really na navigating, negotiating, like slamming it, breaking pieces, getting really pissed off and frustrated, thinking, why am I not just like, I, I have like, why am I not just paying to have this done? This is absolutely ridiculous. I'm, I'm not going to miss it. It'll be over. It won't be on my plate. I'll be much happier. I won't be dicking with this on my Friday and or on my Saturday and Sunday. Like I can go do other things. I can work on other projects that I have. I can plan my week. Like I have this big list of reasons why I should delegate this out. But if you've, if you've listened to any of the podcast episodes before, you know that I, I believe that I have two little voices in my head, right? The voice that says, oh, this sucks, run. And the voice that says, oh, this sucks, dig in. And so being a practitioner of my own advice, I said, okay, I'm going to dig in. And so I kept doing it for two hours. I'm putting this floor together and it's miserable and it's hard. I'm thinking, God, this is going to suck. And I, and I had watched a single video. It was like 10 minutes long, but it was just an in general for this industry video. And I thought, man, there's like no way people are using this and, and can figure this out. Like I'm just really frustrated. Now I was having to pound on the edge of this with a rubber mallet and you have to cut a little piece of the same material or by like, they've got this little block specific for hitting this material with that's supposed to work better. Anyway, so this is what I'm doing. And I'm at two hours deep. I'm only like, I've maybe by that point done 50 to 75 square feet of it on the ground. And I'm pissed. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm, after two hours at 50 feet of this, and I have 1,200 feet to go. It's a sh like, that was a shit ton of work I'm looking at. And at this rate, like, I don't care what it costs, it would be worth it. And so I'm frustrated. I don't say anything to my wife. She's in the other room doing something in the gym area. And, and I think, you know, I'm going to watch one more video. And so I get on YouTube and this time I search for that particular manufacturer's video. And it's a minute and 13 seconds long. And like, you've got to be kidding me. You sell a product that you, you collect thousands and thousands of dollars from an individual homeowner and your how to video is a minute and 13 seconds long. This is absolute horseshit. Like I was so pissed off. I thought this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in all my life. And so I unload this, like I, I, I watched the video and I started saying I unload, like I'm, I'm just, anyway, <laughs> the whole process frustrated me. So I'm a little, you could probably get that in inside of my, I, I normally am very clear in my delivery of these sort of things, but I watched the, the minute and 13 second video. And this man walks out with a mallet and the, and the, you know, the, the, um, click, click block. That's the block that you hit to click them together. And he says, first you start with the lip side towards the wall and you will cut your starting wall in eight inch increments randomly up and down the starting wall. 
Once you put your first initial piece in the corner that you cut randomly, no shorter than eight inches, but not within eight inches of the line next to it, you'll then take a full stick and gently at a 45 degree angle, tap end to end and put your first full stick down. Going back, you'll create another stick and you, within eight inches and you'll cut it randomly and place that to where it creates an offset in your seams. You'll put this at a 45 degree angle, tap here, tap here, tap here, and it should fall into place. At which time you'll activate the seam by hitting it gently with your rubber mallet and then going to the opposite end and hitting it into place. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see my hands are moving around a little bit, but that's, that's essentially it. Have a great day and enjoy your new floor. And I'm like, ah, oh, I was so deflated. I thought, okay. Well, first of all, I had put it in the wrong way. So there's the lip end and then, you know, the male versus the female side, or I, I, I call it positive versus negative, whatever, um, the side that stuck out and the side that retreated in. And so for the sake of this male, female, and, um, I had put female side against the wall and it needed to be male. So I tore up my 50 feet and I turned it around and I angled it at some kind of an angle. And then I started hitting it. Ah, click, 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 click. Like I'm hitting each one at an angle several times in each spot, going to the different ends, letting it fall. And then, and, and it was going easier than before. And I thought, wow, like this made a big difference. And so, you know, after two hours of this, I had probably done 150 square feet. And so I'm four hours deep in this project. The second out, the second two hour block, I done 150 square feet, three times what I was doing it when I was doing it the wrong way. But I was still really frustrated because again, I was one tenth, not even one tenth of the way done. Like I, I had more than more than 90% to go. And I thought there, I, I'm still not going to get this done. And so I think, why don't you, like just this little voice, why don't you just do what he said in the video? And I thought, whatever. And so I grab a piece and I lifted it to a 45 degree angle. Click, click, boom. I hit it in the three spots it said ever so gently started at a 45 degree angle. It fell right into place, fell flat to the ground. I went to the end. I hit the end twice. I took the rubber mallet and activated the seam and then tapped it and it snapped right into place. It was the easiest one that I had done yet. And so I went to work two more hours to get me to about 1230 at night on Saturday night. While most people are enjoying their lives, I'm on my hands and knees hating every second of it, but the final two hours, I did almost 400 square feet. Made a huge difference, figured out how to round a really pesky corner, and it just went so much easier. Now, typically for me, whenever I have a moment like this, and, and this, is, like, this is a story that demonstrates a thought process to get you to this conversation. In that moment, at the end of that frustration, I asked myself a question. And this singular question has the potential to change your entire world. 
what's my obstacle? So my obstacle was I couldn't lay the floor. That's not the question. So I'll, I'll tell you when it's the question. What was the solution? Watch a minute and 13 second video. And what's your takeaway? If like, and so this is hard, right? Like what's your takeaway from this, Michael? You've been frustrated, you've been pissed off. You pissed off four hours that you could have made it like way farther into this basement project than what you did. What is your takeaway? My takeaway is I should A, consult the greatest professional I can find in, in a situation, and B, I should follow their instructions to a T. You see, because even though I was following the instructions after in my second block of two-hour time period when I'm tapping away, I realized that I wasn't following them to a T. Like, the little details mattered. And so when I'm hitting it, I was hitting it at a 25 degree angle or a 55 degree angle, or like, I wasn't even thinking, okay, get to a 45. And I was hitting it not in any specific order. Like he showed, he showed perfectly hit in the middle, hit at the far end and come back up and hit right here. Like he didn't say that. He just said it, tap the board three times gently, hit in the middle. He went to the end and then he went up to the front that was going to butt up against on the end piece. And he showed me everything that I needed to see. I needed to pay attention. I needed to follow his directions. And, and who did I consult? I consulted the manufacturer of the product. All these other videos out there showing that, that they had the answer and they had the keys and they had the direction. They had everything that I needed inside of this conversation to put the floor down, but they left out the specific details to this particular problem. My problem was I needed the floor to go down. Now, here's the question. What areas of my life can I apply this lesson? And you see, this is something that I think a lot of people lack. You might think that the click, click, boom was me talking about that piece of wood clicking into place inside of the floor and then dropping. And I sort of am, but it's a metaphor for your life. You see, the click, click, boom is how is this information that I gained on the other side of this headache, on the other side of this struggle, applicable to the overall floor that is me? And how can I plug this in in different areas of my life? You see, because whether I'm on one end of the room putting a piece of flooring in, or whether I'm on the extreme other side of the room doing the exact same thing, I'm applying a piece of floor, which is laying down and finishing the overall product. And it works on one end, so it probably works on the other. It'll work today and it'll work down the road. It doesn't matter. But, what, but if I just did it that one time and then after I click, click, boomed it right into place, if the next one I thought, oh, I got it, and then I go back to a 25-degree angle or I go back to a 75-degree angle, it doesn't work. I have to ask myself the question, what areas of my life can I apply this lesson? What areas of my life could I be gaining a lot more traction putting out less work, less energy, less headache, less struggle, less frustration. Like I, I slammed the hammer on three of my five fingers on my left hand. So less pain. There was some blood. There were some tears, right? Where could I remove blood, sweat, and tears into the, going into this floor? But where could I add that lesson to other parts of my life? Where am I not seeking the experience of somebody else that would help my life be a little bit easier. 
Where am I not consulting with an expert in a field that could help me accelerate my results? Like an easy, low-hanging fruit here is nutrition, right? Almost every single person listening to this could use someone to help them with nutrition or working out or whatever. As I say this, Phil's on the other side of the camera eating a Kit Kat. So thank you, Phil. Drinking a Snapple, and then I think just a few minutes ago, he had Laffy Taffy. So Phil is not on the I'm concerned with my diet bandwagon, and I'm jealous that he can do that and stay as fit as he appears to be. So there's that little plug for you, Phil. But where's, where's another area? So inside of my marriage, like, okay, um, do I have, is there something inside of my marriage that feels like it's heavy, that feels like it's hard, that feels like I'm having to force something into place instead of it being a simple click, click, boom. And is there an area inside of that relationship that I could take and, and seek the wisdom of somebody that does that very, very well? And should I follow those exact instructions to the T? Or should I be so arrogant to think that if I just take a little bit of a degree shift from that 45 to 25 because they don't know my situation, that it would be better? Maybe. You see... That, will, that, that question, where else can I apply this lesson to my life? It takes the headache and heartache that we experience in different corners of our life and it spreads it across all areas of our life. And you see something that I, something that I say often to the people in my circle, especially people who are having a really, really hard time, is I say, hey, look, man, open up and share this because a pain shared is a pain divided. A pain shared is a pain divided. Now, don't be that guy that runs around and tells everybody your problems. Most people don't give a shit. But inside of your, you know, most everyone has a very close inner circle of peers that they can share shit with. And that's what I'm talking about. Go to those people and say, hey, look, here's this thing I got, right? Well, inside of our life, it works the same way. You have an area of your life that, you're, that there's pain and suffering. For me, it was laying a floor. And inside of laying that floor, like I busted several fingers, I was really frustrated. I ate up a bunch of my time. I'm doing stuff that I don't typically enjoy doing for to save a few bucks and to bond with my wife and all these good reasons that I came up with doing it, but things weren't snapping into place. But where else can I add that lesson to my life? And that's the takeaway from this podcast for you today. Whenever you have an area of your life that's really frustrating or you're having a day that's really, really crappy, first, recognize that everybody has these. Second, get through it. Third, extract a lesson. So I got through it. What's my takeaway from that experience? And then finally, how can I apply this lesson that I just learned to other parts of my life? And I say finally, but there's one more like carrot on top if you really want, like the cherry on the sundae. And that is... Share this lesson with somebody else. For me, it's click, click, boom. Because you don't truly ingrain something that you learn in your mind until you share it with somebody different. And so um, I'm not quite done with the floor. I intend on actually after this episode today, I'm, I'm leaving out a little bit early. I'm going to go um, finish my floor. But um, I promise with every single tile, there's going to be this thought. Click, click, boom. Click, click, boom. What part of my life? can I make better? What part of my life can I accelerate quicker? What part of my life can I develop 
faster, stronger, get more traction, win, 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 click, click, boom. Savvy. Map it out, now run it down. Mayweather, I never lose. I be making these hunts move.